Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Welcome to the Country Music Talk podcast. Hello, I'm Balin Leonard, and today my guest is an artist. Uh, he's written for loads of people. Kane Brown, Zach Brown. He's got over 20 number one songs. His voice woven into the very fabric of country music. Not only has he written for all those other people, but he was one half of the amazing Florida Georgia line. Now he's doing his own thing. Tyler Hubbard is releasing his first ever solo project. So let's talk to him about it. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. It's Absolute Radio Country. Hope you're having a grand old day. I'm Balin Leonard, and uh, I'm excited because we have a guest today. Not just any guest. This is a man who, over the course of his career so far, uh, has 20 country number ones, his voice all over country radio. Whenever I'm in the States, any country radio station, boom, there he is. Uh, He's been in the business for 10 years, and after all that, He's about to experience a first. He's releasing his debut solo album telling his story, Tyler Hubbard. Welcome. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure. It's been a while since we've seen each other. I think it was backstage at C2C many moons ago Mm. uh, when you guys were over. And that that was the last time you've been over, right? I think so, yeah. It's been a little too long. I'm excited to make my way back over that way and then hang out. But that C2C, that was a good time. That was a good time. Yeah, you you, you had it rocking. I'm glad you said that you're looking forward to making your way back over here. So we'll get stuck into that right away, shall we? When you coming back? I don't know. We don't have anything on the book. Hopefully, as soon as I can, get back over there and and play some shows. Well, you have the fans always asking me, anytime I play your new stuff, when's he coming? When's he coming? I don't know. I'll ask him, I said. So there we go. As soon as we get some dates dialed, I'll let you know for sure. Hey, let's go back for a little bit because everybody's always known, you know, Florida Georgia Line, Florida Georgia Line. And I guess we just want to get to know you a little bit, which is probably what this album is about, right? And this solo project is you going, okay, you know. It's great doing things with buddies and all that, but but what do I really want to do? Is that kind of part of it? Yeah, to get to share my story, to get to connect with the fans on a deeper and a more personal level, you know? And I think yeah. that's something that BK and I are both really excited about. And, and, you know, we've been in a band for 12 years, and it was incredible, like you said. But just to have the opportunity to step back and sort of let the fans in a little deeper on who we are as individuals and to get to have the opportunity to write from that perspective and record music and play shows with that dynamic. It's just a cool blessing and a cool gift that we both are getting to experience right now and uh, having a lot of fun with it. And I'm just really excited to connect with the fans on a deeper level, man. And I suppose also, you know, anybody can relate to this. You know, we we all grow up and we grow as people and and we have people in our lives that are our best mates or that we've launched projects with, been doing stuff with forever. And as you get older and as you experience life and everybody kind of moves in a different direction, you know, there's always that moment, isn't there, with with people in your life where you're like, I love you, but I need to just do something else for just a little minute. And so it makes sense that that's what you guys are doing. But I guess then there's this added pressure where, you know, everybody likes to pile on extra things on it. Like, what does this mean? Are we reading into this? I think it's probably a really brave move to just be like, you know what, we're going to do our own thing for a little minute and see what happens. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it definitely took some courage for me it was pretty unexpected i thought i'd always be in a band so to have this uh this chance and opportunity and to kind of let bk do what he wanted to do and then you know 
to fall into the position that I've fallen into has been pretty awesome. I'm, I'm honestly really excited at this point. It feels really good. And, and like you said, it's just healthy. It feels like the right time. Yeah. It feels good. It feels like it'll be great for the fans and for us. There's a lot of love there still and, uh, you know, a lot of great memories that we're super grateful for, but excited to step into this next chapter for sure. So when you were growing up in Georgia, you know, I, I grew up in East Tennessee and of course, country music, a huge part of daily life, but also I was listening to loads of other stuff as well. You know, I was all over the radio dial and I was into all different types of music. Was that the same for you? Uh, obviously country music as a bass, but was it your main thing when you were growing up that you were into? I was kind of like you, man. I was into everything. I listened to rock, to hip hop, to Christian music. I, I actually learned to play guitar and sing on stage in church. So a lot of worship music. And then, yeah. you know, like you said, probably first and foremost was the country format. You know, I grew up in the country, listening to country music is what I knew and loved, but also because of the age that I grew up in, and we were, we had access to so many different yeah. formats and genres, and it was just, it was really cool. We were making mixtapes, you know, burning CDs yes. with everything from <laughs> yes. Johnny Cash to Eminem on it. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was, of course. Uh, so an interesting time, but really cool because now I get to take those influences and, you know, they influence my, my sound and my music. And it's really fun to bring those influences in. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the great things about this new album is that you can hear a lot of different influences on it. It still sounds like you. Certainly there's a country base there. But, you know, none of us live in this one lane. We all like to stretch out a little bit. And so it's so exciting to hear an artist releasing, you know, debut solo album and to have so many different influences in there. Who is somebody that you were listening to growing up that would shock people? You know, because me, like one of my favorite bands ever, and because all I do is country music now, people are always a little bit blown away by it, but the B-52s, like I just could not get enough of prog rock and the B-52s. That was one of the things that I love. So was there somebody that you were digging on that people would be shocked by? Man, I went through a phase where I really loved guitar players like Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know, I remember right, I'd watch yeah. DVDs of him playing and just, and John Mayer, I mean, that led me to John Mayer and watching him perform and uh, even Allman Brothers and Leonard Skinner. I listened to a lot of Southern rock, you know, um, on road yeah. trips with my dad. And I don't know if that would surprise people or not. But yeah, like I said, we listened to Alan Jackson and Allman Brothers all the way to, to Juvenile and Lil Wayne. You know what I mean? And so right, it was yeah. uh, quite a dynamic car ride most of the time with me. So let's dig into this new album a little bit. Self-titled, uh, Tyler Hubbard, coming out at the end of the month. There's a lot of songs on this. 18 songs or something like that that you've got on this? People are going to get their money's worth with this one. Uh, and we've already been loving Five Foot Nine. Massive hit. Congratulations on that. Uh, really upbeat. I still love playing it now because it just puts me in a really summery vibe. When you finished that song, were you like, yeah, this is the one that I want to kind of come out with? Or was that a, a tougher decision? No, it was a tougher decision decision man you know I, I had the whole album finished and I was just like man how do we want to roll this out you know and and a lot of thought and uh, strategy behind it but really it just at the end of the day five foot nine just continued to stand out as, as one that would really lay a good groundwork and be a good foundation for the rest of the project and what's to come but each song is it's got its own purpose you know and I feel like five yeah. foot nine really was was a nice segue into the rest of the album so it was a tough decision but Five foot nine was was a good choice, and uh, it was yeah, fun it to know we had dancing in the country to follow up with it. And, and well, I started to say, then you come out and you hit us right between the eyes with dancing in the country, you know, which is is just as upbeat and lovely. But the the great thing about this album, as we touched on earlier, there's lots of different things going on. Were you one of those people that you had like, oh, I've got 35 songs here and I've got to whittle this down, or were you a little bit more mathematical about it when you came to putting the album together? I wish I only had 
35 songs to whittle down. It was hard. I, uh, I write a, I write so many songs, and that's my passion, my number one passion, and I call it my nine to five, you know? So yeah. in a year, I'll probably write over 100 songs on average. And, and so a lot of those songs already had been filtered out. But, uh, but yeah, I got down to 30 or 40 songs, and it was, it was more difficult to say, okay, what's the best song that's going to serve this purpose the best and tell my story and which songs really are going to be songs that I want to play forever, you know? And so yeah, it was a little difficult, but uh, between me and my producer, Jordan Smith, and my team, we were able to filter it out and get it down to 18, which is still a pretty big album, but it, yeah, it's it, felt, it felt necessary. So there's some personal stuff on here. As well. I mean, all, all songs are personal, obviously, but then I'm thinking about something like Me For Me, which feels like such a personal song. And I know that that is the job of a songwriter to kind of peel back these layers and reveal some personal stuff. But of course, there's personal and then there's personal. Like when, when you write something like that, is there ever a time when you're writing a song just because you need to get it out and then you suddenly realize actually I need to share this with the world you know like is there ever something that's just so personal that you want to keep it to yourself do you know well, what I that mean? was exactly how Miss My Daddy was born you know right. I was by myself one night with my guitar and I was sitting on my tour bus a friend of mine had lost her father that that week and so it was channeling a lot of emotion for me that you know missing my dad and and I just basically had a therapy session with my guitar and wrote this song and uh, never thought it would see the light of day. Figured I would share it with a few close friends who lost somebody that maybe it would encourage them. But I just, that was about it, you know. And uh, then as we were putting this album together and telling my story, you know, this song kept standing out as something special, something unique, very, very vulnerable, very real and very personal. And, and it's this was a space that I had never gotten to explore before, being in a duo, mm. being in a band. And so I decided to lean into it, you know, and, and to go there and to get raw and personal and real and, and try to connect with the fans, like I said, on a deeper level. And that does mean getting more personal, you know, and writing songs like Me For Me and Miss My Daddy and uh, stuff that's just real to my life, you know what I mean? And uh, it feels good to, to get to go there with my art, with my craft, and to get to, to share more of who I am. You know, that's the thing with really personal songs is like as personal as they are to you or whoever's writing them, then they always connect with somebody else. And I, I completely connected with that song because I lost my dad a, a few years ago. And, you know, I heard that and I just thought that's one of the great things about art is that people like you can put into words what people like me might struggle to, to express outwardly. So I think that a lot of people who've lost people or close to people who have lost people can relate to that. So thank you for putting that out there for uh, all of us. The album uh, Tyler Hubbard is coming out at the end of the month. We've already been playing a couple of songs from it and we can't wait to dig into more of them. Uh, we've already talked about when you're coming back. We don't know, but you want to. So we're looking forward to that whenever that might be. When you were over the last time, were you able to get into the UK a little bit, you know, or were you just kind of like backstage, on stage, backstage, hotel room, or were you kind of like out there in the pubs? Did you have some fish and chips? all that stuff we did we roamed around it was a busy trip i remember bouncing around and, and playing quite a bit of shows and being pretty busy but at the same time we made the most of it and, and tried to soak up as as much culture as we could you know but uh just enough to know how much we love it and how much we want to come back so i'm excited all right we can't wait to get you back over here we love nicknaming people in the uk i don't know if you know this or not but there's a bit of a move and maybe people call you this already or maybe you hate it maybe you don't even know how do you feel about t-hubs 
Hey, that works. My friends have always called me T Hub, but I like oh, okay, adding the so S. But I'm I'm okay with adding the S on there if you want to. I like okay making it plural. T- or we can make it a Z. By you album know, two, be- everybody will be calling me T Hub. <laughs> thanks to you. Yeah, exactly. So T Hubs. Uh, well, listen, we can't wait for you to get back over here. Thank you for taking the time to see us, and uh, we'll keep playing this stuff. Thank you for making the album, and we'll see you real soon. Thanks, man. Appreciate you chatting, and look forward to getting over y'all's way. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Great to chat to Tyler Hubbard. Now, you never have to miss a moment from the world of country music. All you need to do is make sure you're subscribed to the Country Music Talk podcast. You might already be subscribed, and if you are, thank you very much. Uh, If you aren't already, just give it a little click, and you're done. You'll get the latest episodes as soon as they appear. And you will stay up to date with the latest country music news and interviews from all the biggest stars. You can always join me on Absolute Radio Country. Just download the free Absolute Radio app or ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. I'll see you on the next one. Keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 